How good can Pete Alonso be in his walk year? I'll break down what the best possible outcome is on today's show. You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. On today's show, I'll be breaking down what a massive contract year will look like for Pete Alonso. The first segment, I'll talk about all the factors that are leading into this season for Pete. In the second segment, Compare him to Aaron Judge a little bit. We saw a big old contract year from Judge in 2022. Not expecting Pete to match it, but when it comes to home runs, could he? We'll go through all that. Then in the final segment, could Pete Alonso drag the Mets into the playoffs this season? Before we get to any of that, though, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on X at Finkelstein Ryan. You can also find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Right now, it appears like Pete Alonso is heading into a contract year. Now, those things could change if during spring training, Pete Alonso and Scott Boris meet with David Stearns and they express very serious interest to get a deal done and to get a deal done at a hometown discount. Maybe, just maybe, these two sides come together and surprise us with an extension. And that would be awesome if they did. But how often does Scott Boris come to a team and say, hey, we'll take a discount? Your answer is never on that. Pete Alonso would really have to be pushing this. And why would he? As much as he might want to remain a Met, he's making over $20 million in his last year of arbitration this year. There is no incentive anymore to sign an extension unless you're getting market value. And there's no reason for the Mets to give him market value until they watch him play this year. And also, just have more information because you can see what your young players do. You can see who else is going to be in the market. There's a lot that can happen where the Mets can make a more informed decision about where they're going to park $200 plus million. So I don't think that an extension gets done. I do believe we will get to see a Pete Alonso contract here. And a smile just comes to my face when I say, which I know sounds crazy, because who wants Alonso to get to free agency? But at the same time, who doesn't want to see what this guy does when he's got $250 million on the line? And he can ball out and end up with a massive contract because of it. Can you fathom what Pete Alonso at his absolute best looks like? We saw it maybe a little bit, 2019. Cleared 50 home runs, had a slugging percentage of 580. It was awesome. It was a juice ball year. Then you see the other end of the spectrum last year. Worst season of his career. And I know some people will point to 2021. He had an 863 OPS in 2021. He had an 821 OPS last year. He had a 131 WRC plus in 2021. So he was 31% better than a league average hitter. Last year, 121. So 10% worse than that. 21% better than the league average. 
Last year, he only had one month in the entire season where he hit over 230. And that was in April when he hit 257. Every other month was below 230. Most of them were in the 220 range. And then in June last year, coming off that wrist injury that put him on the IL, he hit 152 with only four home runs. Despite having that awful of a month, Pete Alonso hit 46 home runs last season. He drove in 118. You look at his career per 162 stats, it's 45 home runs, 118 runs driven in per season. So he basically, or he did match that really last year in the worst season of his career where he was inconsistent. But the guy is just a machine when it comes to hitting home runs. And even when he's not hitting for an average and not getting on base the clip that you like, he at least has the long ball and he's driving in runs. The fact that he doesn't strike out a ton, it just makes him a great RBI machine. Because we've seen him shorten up when he gets into a two-strike count with runners on. We've seen him just get that sacrifice fly. Pete Alonso is so good as a run producer. And when you're dreaming about what a contract year looks like, you're thinking, how gaudy can that RBI stat be? He's cleared 130 before. Can he clear 140? Could he clear 150 RBIs? You might say it, it sounds crazy, but if this guy goes out and he hits 55-plus home runs, nothing really does sound crazy anymore. And you say that that's outlandish. He's going to hit 55 homers. You know, He hit 53 when he had the juice ball. How's he going to do that now? Again, I refer back to last year. If you're, as a hitter, barely scratching 230 most months, you're not locked in. And yet, he still found a way to put 46 balls in the seats. If he's locked in for a season, if he doesn't have a wrist injury right in the middle of his year that messes up his timing, that you know screws up how he feels for probably months, I don't know if Pete Alonso was right until August, quite honestly, last year. That June was a disaster. And in a lot of ways, that wrist injury really hurt the Mets. I mean, it, it wasn't just Alonzo that gave them that awful June, but man, and that, that really was something that was a massive detriment to them. And it could have changed things a lot. If Pete Alonzo swings four or five games that month, all of a sudden, the Mets might not have sold at the trade deadline. And look, they're probably better because of it. But I still think that we have yet to see the best year of Pete Alonso in a Mets uniform. And because of the contract situation, this is potentially your last chance. Now, I still think he'll end up signing with the Mets in free agency. But to dream about what this year can mean for the Mets and Pete Alonso. I think this guy has a chance to have a top five MVP finish. I don't know if he'll win the MVP. There's a lot of really good players in the National League. Shohei Otani just came into the league. Mookie Betts is awesome. Ronald Acuna Jr. is not going anywhere. There's a lot of really good players. Bryce Harper, hell, he might even have an MVP season. First full year as a first baseman. But a top five finish for Pete Alonso, that could be in the cards if he can crush 50-plus home runs, drive in 140, hit for a higher average, and just have the best season of his career. And I want to now look at the numbers a little bit deeper, compare him to Aaron Judge and his contract year in 2022, and sort of 
lay out the complete blueprint to what an amazing contract here looks like for Pete Alonso. So we'll get to all that in just a minute. First, though, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with the best deals on last-minute tickets. What I love about Game Time is when you open up the app, they'll show you what's going on nearby, the nearby events, and they'll show you, obviously, the price of each event. So if you're trying to do something on a Saturday night, just pull your phone out, look at the nearby events, and you might find a, a killer comedy show at a good price or take it to an NBA game, something that you can find where you can go out and enjoy yourself and do it on an affordable ticket. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you arrive, so you know exactly what to expect. There's all-in prices shown up front with your total, so you know what you're getting. And it's a great deal before you check out, no matter what. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, you're all set. And Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to go for last-minute tickets. You can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time by downloading the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code Locked On for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Pete Alonso and Aaron Judge will always be linked in history because each of them had a 50-plus home run season as a rookie to win the Rookie of the Year. For Judge, it was 52 home runs in 2017. Alonzo was 53 home runs in 2019. If you look at Judge's career, though, it is really interesting how things broke for him when it came to his free agency because he peaked as a rookie. He had those middle years where he was good but didn't have the type of season again, and then he was finally able to put together that level of a home run season. He actually one-upped it in his contract year in 2022. Before that, the most home runs he hit in the season after his rookie year was in 2021, when he had 39 home runs, injuries had limited him in 2018 and 2019, where he had 27 home runs in each of those two seasons. But again, from you know, 2017 all the way up until 2022, he had only had that one season where he cleared 40 home runs. And then 2022 happens. The Yankees don't give him the extension that he wants. So Judge goes out. He hits 62 home runs. He drives in 131. He hit 311 with a 425 on base percentage and a 686 slug and a 209 WRC plus. So he was 109% better than your league average hitter. And his wins above replacement, according to F4, was 11.6. So he was more than 11 wins better than your replacement level player. Pete Alonso can't have a season that good. It's just not going to happen. When it comes to war alone, you're just not going to see it. Offensively, could he do something similar? Yes, but... I mean, he's not going to hit 311. I just don't, I wouldn't expect that. But the home runs can happen. You look at the home runs by month for Aaron Judge that season. There's nothing crazy that Alonso couldn't replicate. He had six home runs in April, so got off to a slow start. Then 12 in May, 11 in June, 13 in July, 9 in August, 11 in September. Pete Alonso has only had one month in his career where he's hit 11 home runs. That was in September of 2019. But he does have six double-digit home run months in his career. And he had two of them to start last season, 10 home runs apiece in April and May. 
So Pete Alonso is capable of putting up 10 home runs a month and you're six months in a season that gets you to 60. Now he's going to have to have a month where he sets a career high uh, for a single calendar month. Maybe it's 13 home runs like judge hit. But if he does you know, that one month and then he has three other months where he clears 10 right there, you're looking at 43 home runs. And then what he does in those other two months would decide if he can pass up Aaron judge by one again, or even get to 60. But I really look at Pete Alonso and say, why not hit 55 plus this year? I think he's good enough to do it again last year to hit 46 in a season where you were never locked in. I just can't help but think that we have yet to see the best version of Pete Alonso in a Mets uniform. And this is the year to do it. Okay. It's the last chance potentially. If you look at Alonzo's 80th percentile projection by zips, which basically is the, the best projections that they have when they run, you know, his numbers through that computer over and over again, you get the 80th percentile projections, the 20th percentile projections and the 50th percentile projections are what they put out. So, a boom season for Pete Alonso, according to Zips, is hitting 276 and getting on base at a 372 clip with a 580 slug. Pete Alonso hits 276. That's right in line with what he did in 2022, his career high for batting average of 271. Now, his career high on base percentage is 358, and that was in 2019. So he'd have to be walking more to get to that number. And if he was hitting home runs at this type of a rate that we're talking about, he probably would get walked a little bit more. So if he's hitting for that average, he's walking a bunch and he's hitting all these home runs. This guy is going to be unstoppable in the middle of that lineup for the Mets. And I really think if Pete Alonso is at his absolute best, not only is he going to earn himself at a ridiculous contract next off season, but he can really drag this Mets team into the playoffs. That's something that I believe. And that's what I want to talk about next. You know, if we look at this Mets team and Pete Alonso can reach his absolute apex this year, how far could they conceivably go? So we'll get to that in just a minute. First, though, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing some of your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. We like to bet on every prop from the coin toss to the length of the national anthem, or you just want to bet on, you know, Patrick Mahomes hitting the over on his passing yards. FanDuel has you covered with so many different ways to end this season with a W or two W's, maybe three W's. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers who join today will get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Can Pete Alonso drag the Mets to the playoffs in 2024? My eyes without a shadow of a doubt. Pete Alonso at his best is going to be hitting so many home runs and driving in so many runs. The Mets are just due to win a lot of games because of it. And I think the biggest part of it too is getting their bullpen in order. 
I, the more I think about the Shintaro Fujinami signing, bringing back Adam Adovino, signing Jake Diekman, and then having Edwin Diaz for a full season along with Brooks Raley, I just believe in this bullpen and their ability to hold on to games late. So if the Mets are trailing 2 nothing through the first six innings, but Pete Alonso has a three-run shot in the bottom of the sixth, well, I believe the Mets are going to be able to get the ball to Edwin with that one-run lead. I think he's definitely going to lock it down. So I think the Mets are going to be able to win a lot because of that bullpen, and it's just a matter of putting up enough runs on the board to maybe overcome your starting pitching. You know, if Luis Severino goes out there and gives up five runs, can the Mets find a way to score six? And I think if Pete Alonso is at his best, driving in runs like we've seen, where he can drive six runs in himself in a game, yeah, the Pete's, the Pete's, the Pete's, hey, if he's putting the team on his back, maybe they will be called the Pete's by the end of the year. The Mets really can have a huge season with Alonso driving that lineup. He's the engine. He's the one that makes it all run. And you look at the guys in front of him in this lineup, but Brandon Nimmo and Francisco Lindor are just consistent to me. So they're going to be getting on base in front of them. They're going to be scoring runs. I have no doubts about the two of them. Behind Pete Alonso, there's question marks. Who's protecting him right now? Is it Jeff McNeil? Well, he is sort of on again, off again. So if last year was a down year, maybe this year he's great and he's a batting title contender again. That would be a nice bit of protection for Alonso, but why would teams pitch to him? It will be very important for somebody to step up in another run producer spot behind him, whether that's the Mets going out and signing J.D. Martinez, which I talked about on yesterday's show, whether that's Mark Fientos or Brett Beatty stepping up, or if it's just Francisco Alvarez continuing on what he did last year, but being more consistent, hitting for a higher average, getting on base at a better clip. And, you know, instead of hitting 25 home runs, maybe he clears 30. There's ways this lineup can be put together where Pete Alonso has that protection and he can have a really nice season. But what it all comes down to for me is just Pete Alonso with a chip on his shoulder. If he's healthy at 29 years old, I just think this is going to be the best we might ever see Pete in the Mets uniform, even if he does get a, a new contract after this year. I don't know if he'll ever reach the heights that he's going to hit this season. Because I just think everything is out in front of him right now. This is all setting up to be the year that Alonzo just puts everything together. And yes, that's finding a way to hit for a higher average. It's getting on base at a higher clip. But ultimately, it's just hitting the ball over the wall a ton. And he's going to do that for the Mets this year. I really believe it. And with that, anything is possible because as we all know, if Pete Alonso homers in the game, the Mets stand a really good chance of winning that game. I also think there's going to be a lot of multi-home run games. Like how about Pete Alonso has five multi-home run games this year? There's 10 home runs right there. I think he can really do anything that you can imagine when it comes to the power numbers. I think he might make a run at 60 this year. I really do. Contract years can produce the best out of guys. We saw Aaron Judge do it in 2022. Don't think Alonzo's going to win the MVP, but he might finish in the top five, and that alone could be enough to push the Mets into playoff contention. Anyway, that's going to be all for today's edition of Locked on Mets. On tomorrow's show, 
I want to talk about this next wave of Mets top prospects. That's Luis and Helicuna, Jet Williams, and Drew Gilbert. And I'm going to ask the question, are they going to be better than this current wave of Mets top prospects in Beatty, Vientos, and Alvarez? You might think it's crazy to discuss, but I'll be breaking it all down tomorrow why it's an interesting conversation. So make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Try to make a push to 8,000 subs before opening day. So appreciate all of you who subscribe. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Finkelstein Ryan. Follow the show at Locked On Mets. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, head over to the first ever 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube covering everything in the world of sports. Of course, I'm talking about Locked On Sports today with our local experts from each team and our league wide experts from each league. Locked On Sports today is streaming 24 7 on YouTube.